Hello and welcome to Motoring First. Shumi's been traveling and uh, it's time to catch up. It's with a particular brand of electric motorcycle that I think gets our attention very, very quickly. It's Aether. Not motorcycles yet. Oh, not motorcycles, like scooters, yeah. Are they getting there though? But okay, fine. We'll stick to scooters for now. <laughs> so this is the Aether 450. S. S. Uh, the only thing I know about this scooter as of now is that they had put up uh, they had put up a post on Twitter, I think, which had S written on it. And it's only when you counted how many times the S was there, it was 450 times. You counted multiplied but yeah so it's like what is this about so what is it about is i think the bottom line so this is going to be one of the shortest motoring first we've ever done okay because uh there aren't 450 changes 450 changes there's two oh. <laughs> okay. okay let me summarize this mm. uh visually it looks exactly the same as the 450x mm, what a surprise no change at all mm. uh and i think that that's a thing that is beginning to really uh, annoy me now Mm. Uh, not that the scooter is not good looking or not sporty or whatever, but I just think it's been around for too long now and Aether really uh, by now needs to do a substantial change. It's not going to be enough to change two body panels and one LED headlamp somewhere and it'll be enough. I think now they need to redo the whole thing because <laughs> when we came out in the morning to ride the scooter was, I think the call time was six o'clock in the morning or something. There was a row of steel grey or titanium grey if you prefer gloss black, white and mint green scooters. And I honestly could not remember which year we were in for a minute. Because mm -hmm. most Aether launches you go to, you see that spread of scooters looking like that in those colors, right? So it brought home to me how desperately I think we need to see a fresh looking Aether. Okay, now before we go any further, what is the purpose of the 450s? Why, why has it come about? I mean, what's yeah, it here so for? Here's the thing. The first change that they've made is that they've gone from the 3.7 kilowatt hour battery, which mm. is what we're used to, to a smaller 2.9 kilowatt hour battery. Okay? okay. Obviously, that reduces price. But what Aether is saying is something they've always said. They said their data says the customer rarely rides more than a 28 kilometer average day. It's not very common for people to ride extraordinarily longer distance than this. While the subsidy was giving away 60-80,000 rupees, 65,000 rupees per scooter to you, mm. you can afford to have a larger battery pack than you need because it's okay. Somebody else is paying for that battery pack. Technically, you are as a taxpayer, but let's gloss over that for a minute. Now, when the subsidy is beginning to go away, you're going to pay for every additional cell that gets added to your battery pack. And Aether is saying the time for a relatively less expensive scooter has come. Okay. And since scooter batteries today are 40% of the cost in EVs, it has to be a smaller battery pack. Mm. And what Aether is increasingly saying, and I think you will see this consistently in their messaging, is that a 3 kilowatt hour battery pack is the sweet spot between being too expensive and being useful enough. Okay. So ARAI rated range is 115. The true range of the... Is 90. Uh, is 90 of this one. Of this one. So let's assume that another 10% will disappear because you ride faster than you're not always going to be in eco and you're not going to push your foot the whole time, right? Mm -hmm. So even in that, if you get 65, 70 kilometers of range, if your commute is a 60, 65 kilometer uh, loop over like two or three days, this scooter should do enough. 
and the 450x range was uh, so the 450x had upgraded 146 in. kilometer area uh, area rated range and i think 115 if i'm not of the two directly okay of uh, real world range so it's a difference that way of the claimed true range is 25 kilometers something, something like, like that. that yeah so the idea is that now ether has a three scooter range all of which look the same so when you go into the showroom you won't be able to tell them apart and that's how it is and honestly i'll tell you i'm I, as much as ether looks futuristic it's not a design that works for me i really appreciate the scooter for what it does correct a lot of respect for that correct but is it a design that i naturally feel comfortable with no no i think and it also i think now familiarity is also catching up with the scooter see when it came out what five six years ago it was a fresh looking thing mm. and you could at least give it points for being a but fresh looking thing now we are familiar with that look and Ether does give us the argument that there's still opening markets going to new cities. There the people haven't seen it. I think Geo would beg to differ with them a little bit. Geo? Yeah, because they put internet in everybody's hand. So mm. anybody who's interested in the Ether knows what an Ether looks like. Mm. And if you're living in a tier 3 town and been waiting 4 years for that scooter to come, now you know that the scooter that's coming to the town next right. week is the same scooter that you've been seeing for the last 3-4 years while you were dreaming about it. So I think the styling really does need to change. So, change number one, battery pack has become... I smart. think also, but, but are they thinking about doing more variants as well? I mean, different body styles? Is there something? I'm hoping that the new X does show a difference. Okay. I think this styling for the base S and the middle X will continue. I haven't explained the middle X to you yet. Okay. So, I think the base S, the middle X will continue to look the same. The top X will change in design, mm. which if you think about it, is a slightly Apple thing to do where when the new phone comes, the older phone continues at a cheaper in price. Right? I was just thinking that this sounds so Apple. Like, yeah, right. we're not going to change anything. Yeah. So, I mean, if they just started by calling it the Ultra or the Pro or the Max, huh. and then the S would just fit right in. <laughs> Ola, Ola, did, 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 did you just refer to Ola here? No, I didn't. S1, S1, Air. It's S1, Pro, but Pro, it's not S1. Max at all. Huh? No, it's not going to Max. Yeah, okay. Right. See, the difference between the Ola using Apple terminology and Ether using Apple terminology is that the Ola still can't run in two of its modes consistently. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Ether runs in all of its modes consistently, which is how I expect an Apple device to work. So from that perspective, even if they borrow the nomenclature whole and soul, where you tomorrow get it's the Ultra Pro Max. It's just a name, it still doesn't work. Because they wanted to make an entry-level scooter, the presentation was oriented towards the DO and the NTOC as reference points and how the scooter's performance is because they're clearly saying that the top of the scooter market, they've understood and they've done what they can and is doing well for them. Now it's time to bring it one notch below where the larger mass of scooters is and see what they can do there. Mm -hmm. And obviously they're super confident and whatever. So the other change that they made is they removed the 7-inch touchscreen. But instead of putting in a cheaper LCD screen, they've put a quite a bit of effort into the LCD screen. Was it so much effort that it would be worth a two-hour presentation on an LCD screen? I'm going to say no, but in the same breath, they actually have done a great job. It is a really nice LCD One screen. It's getting a bit confusing. They've taken out the 7-inch touchscreen. So that was a TFT touchscreen. Right. You get a non-touch uh, LCD screen. But also 7-inch? Seven 7-inch. Seven Okay. And they've done a good job of it. It's a it, really clever screen. Almost as good as the other one. Is uh, that what you mean by that? Is, I think it might look better than the touch screen because okay. they've had the opportunity to reevaluate the way they present graphics mm -hmm. and they've been clever about it. Okay. So first, when I say LCD, you imagine black and white, right? Mm. It's color, mm. but it's not full color. 
So okay. warnings are orange or yellow. Uh, Many elements are green. Some elements are blue. The white elements are white because it's a reverse LCD, and the highlight elements are all a very specific ethery kind of blue. And they use the left edge of the screen to do music controls and all of that. The right side of the screen to do uh, arrows for navigation. And they spent a lot of time telling us that other arrows aren't as well defined as theirs because their LCD is better. I think it's kind of cute, but I also think it's kind of stretching it a little bit. But maybe you could have saved those manners. <laughs> <laughs> but it does work because it's a really clean, clever, well-presented design that looks good in daylight, and it obviously looks great in uh, in the darkness too. Okay. So it is a really good LCD screen. So the controls are through the. Therefore, they've changed the switch gear. Absolutely. So on the left side now you get a joystick, one of the better joysticks I have used across all. And remember, my Ducati has a joystick yeah. too. This is one of the better ones I've used. It's really good. It doesn't stick out, but when you start trying to feel the buttons by feel, you almost oh, nail really? it every single time. They've really done a good job. I really enjoyed it. Do the gloves? Yeah. Wow. So they've really done a good job. That's what I like the fact that Ether does these kind of details really well, but. Trying to explain to a bunch of uh, journalists over two hours that we did the LCD screen, that kind of detail. I was like, come on, right. those icons. <laughs> on the other side, they've uh, taken the park assist switch, which you used to use reverse and whatever, into its own switch. There, I think that switch position, I think, could be improved further. The first time I hit it, I was at a traffic light. And I hit it by mistake while I was trying to arm the motor because they're above and below each other. I never made that mistake again, but I had to remember that thumb goes down for motor, up for park assist. And I did make that mistake and go backward at an intersection. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Momentarily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I had the same reaction inside my helmet. <laughs> I, I did do that. And then I never did that again. So mm. clearly there is one small uh, step there. But earlier it used to be a slide, on the touchscreen it used to be that slide thingy. Correct. Right. For an owner, I don't think this would be a problem. But when you loan your bike to somebody who's taking it for a short spin, I would give them a fair warning that, listen, this is the S, this has this button, and you don't hit this button by mistake. Because when you open the throttle, just... That's surprising. I mean, that's two things you want to keep far apart here. Yeah. yeah. So, that aside, uh, you have 90% of the picture of the scooter, the rest is pricing. Really? Okay, features and connectors. Wait, wait, uh, you got me at the middle X and the top X. Okay, so what they've also added, which is the same battery pack, the 2.9 kilowatt hour battery pack in the Aether 450X. Okay. It doesn't have its own name, so let's call it the X 2.9, which makes the top version the X 3.7. Hmm. So the X 2.9 is effectively the 450S, but with the 450X's touchscreen. Wait, what about the motor? Yeah, because the acceleration number claim is the same, the top speed claim is the same. So I don't think they've done a lot of work on the motor side, but they've done a lot of work on the software side. For example, uh, I don't know if it goes to the 450X top model or not, but the throttle maps on these scooters are much calmer in eco and oh. normal mode. So the idea being that the curve ramps a lot more shallower. So when you do this, it doesn't have that jerk. It's a very smooth pickup. So if you're trying to be in economy mode and enjoy a much more calm, subtle sort of performance, it does feel calm. So that would have also helped with the range being... That helps with the range a little bit. Uh, but eco, but uh, in on the S, there is no warp mode. Mm -hmm. But they said when you go to normal or warp mode in a scooter, then that throttle map remains quite aggressive. But uh, sport and uh, warp. But normal and eco have been calmed down a little bit. Okay. And you can feel the difference. So when you take off from a traffic light in normal mode, it feels like a regular 125cc kind of scooter. Okay. It doesn't have that electric sort of pick up and go kind of jerk, it doesn't have that anymore. They've also added the ability to regenerate on coasting. 
not just braking or active. So there's two modes already, right? When you right. hit the brakes, there's some right. region. You can manually close the, the throttle the other throttle. way and get some region. Now, even when you coast, it can do some regeneration. Up to 7% is what Aether claims you can get back all inclusive. And to me, it's still a very complicated system in the sense of I don't know that I want to put so much effort into region to get 7%. But we find this, the 7% number sounds higher than earlier. I think the coasting region adds a lot back because you remember if you when you ride a fast bike through traffic, it's not like you're on the throttle a lot or mm. on the brakes a lot, right? You pick up quite a bit of speed and you realize, oh, it's too much, but it's too early to brake. So you coast a little bit and then you slow down. And I'm assuming that this is a pretty quick scooter otherwise, right? So there will be people who will pick up, say, 60, realize it's a little too much and then sort of wait to get back to whatever speed they want rather than brake. So during that phase also now there is region coming in. Okay. Are there any other kind of cutbacks on the bike? Uh, so the obviously the connectivity setup has changed because the TFT has completely disappeared, right? So one Not like tires or no, 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 chassis is exactly the same. So brake spec, suspension spec, nothing has been nothing. messed with. It's the oh. same. It feels the same. So there's no difference there okay. at all. Uh, so whatever your complaints or appreciation for the seat, comfort, handling, mm. ergonomics, knees messing with handlebar or not, whatever those issues with Aethers are, they're exactly where they were. If you like them, they're still likable. And if you never like them, they're still in the same place. So they've not changed any of those things. Connectivity itself has changed. Okay. So they made quite a bit of a hoopla about how they now have multi-point Bluetooth instead of regular Bluetooth. Okay. So you can connect your phone to the scooter and your headset and then use the scooter's joystick to control what's happening with music or okay. um, uh, calls and whatever. The navigation backend has also changed for this scooter. They used to use Google Maps for the previous one. But for, when you run the 450S, you'll notice that the maps look different because now they're running Map My India for the 450S mm. and you get Google Maps for the touchscreen. I think the 450S was the test bed of what they wanted to change on the 450X. So you might be getting a preview of what the <laughs> upgrade is going to be. Well, I hope not. Huh? Because uh, at the end of the day, Google Maps does visually look to me like a better system than Map My India. Map My India has always looked a little crude to me. Mm. And to me, the standard in that is set by Apple Maps. Mm. It just automatically look better than these because their aesthetic sensibility is just superior to the other. It's really clean. Yeah. It's really clean. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so I'm hoping that they don't do that. But I double checked. Mm -hmm. So the app now uses two different, they call them funnels. So if you're running a 450S and you want to do a multi-point trip, which is possible, which is I want to go here to here and I need to stop here to charge, etc. It will use Map My India to plan your trip if you have an S. It will use Google Maps if you have an X. Okay. Right. Uh, again, this scooter comes with no connectivity as standard. So you buy the Pro Pack, which is about 13,000 rupees more than the base price of this scooter, which is 130 roughly. So you'll get to 143 for the Pro Pack. With the Pro Pack, you get the app access and all of that. But all Aethers now have standard fast charger access, which is now paid. So you pay a rupee a minute, which is a very interesting way to price fast charging. Right. Uh, I like it, honestly, because it sets up the idea that I can't keep using the fast charger just because. Right. Okay, so to me, charging for electricity is the logical way to do it. Charging by time makes sure that you vacate the charger as soon as you're done rather than keep it plugged in after, long after you've finished, right? So now it will become more expensive for you to go to watch a movie, plug in your Aether at the nearest charging and then disappear for three hours while there's other customers saying, hey, I needed to use the fast charge and somebody's scooter's already here. Yeah, the really cool part is because even with fast charging, when you get towards the end of the, you know, when the batteries are getting full, it's that's when the speed reduces. It's right? Right? It's, it's half to 80 and half from 80 to 100. <laughs> so imagine, so they're incentivizing for you to get out of there and yeah. do the last bit at home. Yeah. 
don't take up time unless it's, it's a it's a behavior change in, in in being deployed right and i think it has been cautious about it in the sense that they usually set up the fast charging networks at least initially first in a place before they open the dealership there mm. so the day a dealership opens in a new city there will already be a few grid charges available mm. and the idea is don't misuse that facility you are going to now pay for it obviously but reduce the time you spend on that network so that other people also have access to that network until there is enough of a network and this isn't a challenge anymore so i think it's a pretty clever way to price electricity impressive so finally who would you recommend the uh, the s2 look people with short commutes and people who don't normally go into warp mode but the idea is there are people who are buying scooters with large battery packs because of range anxiety but it doesn't add anything to their lives right but remember that this customer is also evolving a little bit right now we all have extended family and friends who have an ether or some other electric scooter and now they have a sense of what the range really is like how the playing field is in terms of manufacturer ne bola 150 150 means actually how much and therefore how often do you charge we all have a better idea of it now so ether is saying you don't really need a 150 200 km range scooter to conduct your life because when you do that then you pay a hell of a lot of money to acquire that utility which actually is of very little use mm. in how you ride think about it i have a spectacularly long commute by india standards right because i'm riding almost what 50 55 kilometers a day right. rishab our colleague he has an even longer commute he right. rides nearly 80 kilometers a day so if he were to take one of these scooters he would run out of charge just arriving in the office right right so he would have to charge every night come to the office probably do a top up and then go back all the way that would be one charge for him so for him simple energy saying 200 km range might be of utility value right. but we are like very very minority dream exceptions to what is actually going on which is a lot of people with 8 km 10 km 12 km commutes right you should have the option to buy a range that is commensurate with you remember when we did the faq for electric vehicles we tried to solve this and we came to 3 days of range currently 3 days of range and this is pure mathematics it is pure happen chance but ether is saying average is 28 this scooter does 90 3 times so to me that is the catch so you just on that cusp over it's there. just on that cusp so i think a lot of people will save a little bit of money and remember it still feels like an ether mm-hmm. so if you enjoy the handling of an ether it handles like that if you liked or disliked the ride quality of the ether it still rides like that if you enjoyed or did, didn't like the sharpness of the brakes on the ether it still brakes like that mm-hmm. uh, so performance in all the modes i can't tell you that they felt slower on paper they should be a little bit slower but i can't tell you that they felt slower where the character of the mo- uh, scooter itself has changed so i didn't go down b roads and into traffic thinking oh i have the slow ether now it felt like an ether will okay. the x be even more exciting yes because you have warp mode so is this ethers shot at the activa the first uh, they are saying more 125s than 110s for now so okay. they are they they'll be more willing to talk about sportier scooters like dio 125 visually like you said and talk as well. 125 as a format mm. is what they're aiming for uh, obviously because they brought up the comparison somebody had to ask saying so when are you attacking the activa next and at that point it was sort of backpedaled and say look that's not the plan All there right. is no plan to keep going below and lower and lower in the value chain to keep trying acquiring a larger and larger and larger slice of the pie mm. and i think there is a clear reason for it which is does ether have the capacity to handle that many customers is a question ether will ask they are that kind of organization and their current capacity must be about what 4 lakh units mm. 4 lakh units that's activa sales what every 3 th- months 4 yeah. months 5 months no they're doing badly now 6 months huh. 
right? This is a way to handle that volume. So there is no reason for them to go down the value change, take lower margins, look for a bigger volume product. It doesn't make any sense right now. Somehow I'm not entirely convinced with the 450s. It seems like they were forced into creating it rather than... See, I know that the fame subsidy issues with the charger being bundled and unbundled and the other guys doing Chinese imports and all of that drama that's going on currently has affected how product planning works. Hmm. And I'm sure that it has affected Aether too. Hmm. But does Aether do reactionary products? I would be very surprised. Hmm. I think we would have been a lot more uh, clear about why this product exists if it visually also looked different. So you'd say, okay, I understand what you did. Maybe in October when the new scooter comes out, this will plug in saying, okay, now we understood what they did. You start thinking of this, oh, this is the purana wala hai. <laughs> So because right now it is really because if you were to park the S, the X and the X 3.7 next to each other, they'd look exactly the same until you saw the screens. And when you turn them off, they're all black displays. Hmm. When you turn them on, you realize this is a TFT and that is a uh, LCD. So it's very hard to tell them apart. And I think that lack of product differentiation is why you're having a confusion. So mm -hmm. I think uh, if they had made the tires thinner mm -hmm. or instead of the whatever, 12 inch wheels, they were 10 inch wheels, mm -hmm. then you would be saying, oh, okay, I see this is a base product. Yeah, maybe if it didn't look that sporty, right? It's more like a general family use that scooter. It would fit that yeah. idea. So, so in, in fact, all of the other -ish things that they talked about, for example, uh, with the pro pack, if you select reverse, then the lights start to, f uh, the hazards come on by themselves and there's a beeping noise. Mm -hmm. Or if you fall, then it can detect the fact that you fell. And on the TFT screens is what they showed us, but uh, it'll put up your emergency contact display on the screen so that if anybody's trying to help you, they know who to reach out to. Oh, nice. Right? But that's a connectivity feature. So the base 450S without pro pack doesn't get any of these features. Okay. So now they've improved how that scooter charges. So it'll charge up to 80% at some point. But mm -hmm. some of us still prefer to start the morning at 100%. Mm -hmm. So then in the morning before you wake up and actually about two hours before that, it will restart the charging process and just trickle you up to 100. Okay. And they're saying you can get as much as six months of more battery life over the entire life of the battery from it. So there's a lot of other software work that has gone in, which we will see in future models as they deploy to the X also. But there's a lot of software work that has happened. Oh, hardware, as I so said. So this software is right now only on the S? No, so it's a pro-pack dependent thing. If oh, you bought okay. the connectivity options, a lot of these things come online. All right. But if you have, don't, like the basic Bluetooth itself isn't there on the base 450S. Okay. To get the multi-point Bluetooth, you have to get the pro-pack. Okay. Otherwise, there is no Bluetooth. Understood. Right? So the airplane mode ethers, as it were, get almost none of these things. I mean, in theory that they don't have an antenna and they don't talk to anything, right? Or they have an antenna, but it's off, whatever. But with the so, ProPack, <laughs> all of these things become possible. Can you get Bluetooth afterwards? Can you go to ProPack after you See, bought them? As far as I know, the unit should be there on the S. Otherwise, how would you enable a ProPack later? No, so to me, all the scooters are shipping with the basic hardware in place for sure. They're just enabling They're it. They're just enabling it and disabling it, which I think we are struggling with the idea of saying hardware at the on queue. I have to give money to enable hardware. But I think this is where we are headed. Services. Tomorrow, uh, Apple might say that, look, my processor can run 20% faster than what it actually does. But if you want the 20% boost, then you can sign up for a boost at any point in your ownership experience. Right. And unlock 20% of the processor capacity. I don't know that that means they should ship one 20% slower processor for one phone and ship another 20% faster processor for another phone is how we think today. But will we continue to think like that five years from now? I don't know. So maybe Aether is doing something that we are having a little bit of difficulty absorbing. I don't know that that won't go away with time. Yeah, I think that's there with all the EVs, right? Where it's like digitally enabled services or features, which yeah. is like, hey, it's sitting there in the car. If I've already paid for it in some form, 
I should get to use it, right? Yeah, except that they are saying you haven't paid for it. Yeah. Right? They, see, it's maths, right? They're going to say, if 80% of our customers buy this hardware and enjoy this level of performance, we are good. Mm-hmm. And if 20% upgrade to unlocking the next part of the ability of this hardware, then we get so much money from that, and which is how these business decisions are hedged. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was t- explaining to some journalists there about how price rise happens. Mm-hmm. Price rise doesn't happen reactively on a daily basis, right? Mm-hmm. If I have to raise the prices of a product today, I will calculate what might happen over the six months. And then put a hedged price so that any more movement in the market doesn't make this price go up. So I can hold on to this price for some amount of time. And then at six months later, I might reevaluate this price. Mm. In the same way, this is just a hedge. Saying today, nobody want to, why would you need to unlock more performance? You've got enough. But tomorrow you become a faster rider. Your skill sets change, your expectation change. Okay, I can pay 10,000 rupees and make my electric vehicle faster. Why not? Mm. Interesting. Right? And because it's a, you paying the manufacturer and you've already bought 90% of the product in that scenario, then you can do EMIs and monthly subscriptions and all of that to defray that cost of moving. Mm. Today, hard to accept, yes. Tomorrow, Mm. will this be so difficult to digest? I don't know. Mm. Don't you buy an iCloud plan and then run out of 750 GB or whatever and then say, okay, 130 I was paying, now I have to pay 600 rupees for 2 GB and it's okay. It's just particularly difficult for me because, you know, you always think of scooters as, chalukaro, bhago. Right, huh. it's like that that huh. that thing, right? In this, like you know, suddenly you're seeing scooters with an added layer of complexity as to what kind of scooter you're getting. It's 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 actually a very good point because Ather's product range has become complicated, right? You get the 300 watt charger as standard, and the 700 watt is optional, and it comes in two form factors. You can take a portable brick, or you can put it on the wall, and the prices for the 700 are not out yet. And there are three scooters. One is being updated. The other's price is not out yet. It is messy right now. And it wasn't messy. There was 450s. This was the price. State subsidy, uh, FM2 subsidy, and you're done. Mm. But now it is obviously a lot more complicated. But I suppose disruptive technologies in transitional phases are disruptive. Can you imagine being in Britain in the 1920s, 30s, 40s and trying to predict what the next motorcycle was going to cost? <laughs> you couldn't even predict what engine it would have. How fast it would go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I suppose in electric vehicle terms, we are in that phase. Right. So, will it stabilize? Yes, eventually it will. Mm. But today, no, I, I, I think it's too early yeah. to stabilize. All right. So, um, you have a like and a half, little bit mm. here or there, mm. X or S? Uh, I'm probably the wrong guy to ask because I just want to go faster. So, I would always get something with warp mode and that would lead me straight to the top of the line Pro Pack uh, Ather 450X, no doubt about it. I would not buy the S. It's too slow for me. If they had the S with the warp mode, I would be in many more minds. <laughs> but right now, I am in one mind. I would want warp mode. I mean, think about it. Whenever we get the scooter here for testing, right. what do we do? We stick it in warp yeah. mode the whole time. Every time. Even if it's for a little while, you go there. Yeah. yeah. So to me, uh, we are not the ideal scooter purchaser in that sense. But to me, there will be a clear difference between the two customers. People who understand the utility of an EV, Mm. understand that they want a decent functioning scooter that doesn't cause them any trouble and end up with the 450S as the value for money Mm. purchase. Or people who say, yeah, but I want the little cherry on top and I want that garnish and I want that little sense of fun and I want the larger battery pack. I have range anxiety or I have performance anxiety, whichever it is. So are they expecting this to eclipse the X in terms of numbers? Logically, it should. It's a cheaper product. 
so it should we are not the market where uh, a flagship does so well that it's like a bmw like situation where the gs and the double r outsell all of their entry level i'd love to see how this goes yeah but to me logically we are hitting normalcy on this front in the market where cheaper products will generally do better than more expensive products so i would be very surprised if the x continues to outsell the 2.9s i'm going to i'm i'm going to uh, go with the other viewpoint i think the x will do continue to do as well and the s will follow along so you think the s numbers will be equal or smaller than the x's oh interesting what a bet let's Done. see yeah yeah it'll be fun to see all right anything else you want to add to this uh no i i think this is an incomplete story i feel it's incomplete i know that you will feel that this is incomplete uh, we will uh, road test the s fully of course but i think this picture will complete when the proper pricing for the x with the 2.9 battery and the updated x with the 3.7 battery and all of that is in place okay. then we will really understand where this thing sits uh there are competitors also like the ola s1 air etc etc they are also out there there is some introductory pricing which will become final pricing on 15th august etc when all of these factors are in place then we will actually see where this scooter goes and sits all right right i would have said i cube is a relatively stable line but the st is still out there we don't know where it is and tvs is planning to launch something uh, show something in dubai which is going to be their sporty scooter rumored to have the same kind of tech that the c02 from bmw uses whatever so it's a turbulent market right now we don't know where the s really fit but is it an ether yes mm-hmm. does it do the a3 things mm-hmm. yes what are the two new changes smaller battery new screen are both of them doing what they're supposed to also yes did you overheat the battery i rode the battery from full charge to nothing and i didn't manage to get it to misbehave at all so all the stuff that we expect from ether are in this scooter so it's well behaved yeah it does what you want it to yeah it's clean yeah. it's dependable yeah it's cheaper and it's cheaper yeah and therefore you have a little bit less range and a little bit less performance that's it So I guess we're going to wait for Shumi to complete the story when Ather completes the story yeah. but uh, for now that's it if you have any questions about the Ather 450S or the 450X mid what did you call it 2.9 2.9 so if you have questions about the X 2.9 X 3.7 <laughs> or the S which is only the 2.9 for now I hope there's no S 3.7 tomorrow cuz then it'll get really confusing just uh, leave us a comment and uh, If you watch motoring regularly you should know that we answer almost all of the comments we get at least we try really hard to do it we will continue to and motoring first is now also available on the audio podcast platforms you can find us on apple spotify google etc if you look thank you so much for watching